all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it's a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is try to create a safe place or a place where you feel safe enough uh, to set aside whatever's keeping you awake. Uh, uh, try to take your mind off of that stuff. Uh, I'm going to use, I get distracted, like I changed that up a little bit. I don't know, regular listeners probably caught that. Uh, there's a dual, dual distraction in the dialogue. Try to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thinking, feeling, uh, physical, or emotional, whatever's keeping you up, I'd like to take your mind off of that. And the way I'm going to try to create try, try to create the safe place, uh, I don't think I'll cry to create a safe place. Uh, but, though you know, sometimes that can be relaxing and you say, okay, now I feel a lot better. Uh, but I'm going to try to create a safe place. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use a lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, Whatever I said, dual, like, like meaningless, double meaning, meaningless, double meanings, uh, double, double vision. Oh, boy. Uh, like, uh, we'll use a form of verbal double vision and stuff like that. Goof, goofing around. Uh, like, uh, there's the, you know, I was the first person not accepted into the goof troop. Uh, turns out that's like trademarked and stuff. So I shouldn't even say it out loud. They goofy is protective of uh, goofy's ip so um don't but that wasn't why i didn't get into the goof troop uh it was go- too much goofing around believe it or not uh they called it they used to consider themselves in a natural like they i guess well let's talk about it in a minute maybe i'll come back to that if i remember uh if you're new here welcome i'm glad you're here and I'd like to help you, not necessarily put you to sleep. That's kind of the way I introduce the show, but it's really to uh, distract you while you fall asleep, to enable you uh, to get to sleep, to be here with you or for you or both uh, while you fall asleep. And if you're new, here's the structure of the show. First uh, six minutes or so are business and thank yous and the people that work on the show. And we got to do that up front. Otherwise, uh, how would we keep the show going? And uh, got to do it. So that's at the front of the show. Not important if you're new. If you're a regular listener and you rely on the podcast, it is critical. So remember when your hand hits the fridge tomorrow, figure out who was uh, supporting the show and let them know you heard about it on Sleep With Me. Uh, but So th- that's this top of the show. Then we do an intro, which we're about five minutes into, four minutes, 3.27, according to my. They just looked over, but like uh, there's an intro, usually they're around 12 minutes or 13 minutes or 18 minutes or 15, usually try 12 to 14 minutes. Uh, and the intro is where I kind of set the mood, you know, like give, give a little, like, uh, like, uh, sit down with you new listeners, uh, and say, Hey, I'm glad you're here. Thanks for coming by. You know, the, the regular listeners, maybe it's like a little bit of uh, familiarity, they say, well, Scoots is going to try to explain that podcast again. 600 episodes. He hasn't quite got that down. And he doesn't, he doesn't know his goof troop from his duck tail. If he, boom, you know, holy, holy Monday morning, 1990s afternoons. Uh, you know, I do know, uh, like, uh, 
like I don't know. I was going to try to think of some of the other shows on there, but not, oh, we had who's Splashpad or whatever, Launchpad McQuack. He had his own show, right? Uh, can't think of the name of it, but maybe it'll come to me. I don't even know if Goof Troop was a show. I think it was though. But if you're new here, sorry about that. I get distracted a lot, uh, and I'm forgetful. Of course, it's material. Of course, I'm. Just, this is just a bit. I'm not really so forgetful. I can't tailspin that, that I couldn't remember the name of tailspin or like 20 shows ago. I got bosom buddies and perfect strangers mixed up. You know, that's just a character I play. I get, yeah, I wish, I wish it was the case, but likely tailspin came through. Uh, but anyway, so, so if you're new here, uh, I'll be good. Like, so there's a long intro, then we'll do the story parts. If you, if you're a big story fan, you have two options. You could look for the timestamps in the show notes and skip ahead, or just sign up to, to support the show, and then you get uh, ad for, like you get story episodes uh, at every level. Just it depends on what level you support the show, how many you get a week. Uh, just straight story. Uh, so this is the intro. Sets the mood. Then I'm going to do a story. Then we'll do some thank yous at the end of the show. Here's the thing. This is a podcast you barely need to listen to. It's like more like it's big, it's more than background noise. And say, <laughs> wow, man, my ambition. Where does your ambition? Where where does it ever cease, Scoots? Well, here's my here's my ambitions. I'd like to be a barely more than background noise, and be, be able to remember those cartoons I watched a ton of when I was like 16 years old, uh, like Ducktales and. Uh, uh, like whatever the launch pad show was that I forgot with them tailspin and like uh, Darkwing Duck and Goof Troop and Animaniacs was on a different channel, probably a competitor. You know, they were tiny, you know, Bink, Pinky and the Brain was on there. So those are my ambitions. Uh, yes, uh, the stratospheric uh, in the clouds, uh, ideally. A cloud like to distract you and to keep you company while you drift off, drifting like a cloud. So if you're new, you don't be clearly say, okay, this kind of takes my mind off of this stuff. I can, I'm almost familiar with what he's trying to talk about. And I try to be friendly and kind, kind enough. Uh, the show isn't for everybody. So if you're getting a reaction, usually try two or three times. Uh, like, because if you're having trouble falling asleep, why not? You know, the podcast is free. And uh, like, I'm here to help you fall asleep. So, but it doesn't work for everybody. So I'm sorry if it's not going to work for you. I'm not everyone's cup of tea. But, you know, I'm nice. I'm here. I'm giving it a shot for it. And I appreciate that you're giving it a shot. Uh, but you're also under no pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for an hour to keep you company. So if you, if you're, you know, if you just need company in the deep dark night, I'll be here for you. You got to really, I've worked really hard on this, this story. So. It should have plenty of meanders and stuff. So I'll be here and like, uh, but don't feel any pressure to fall asleep. Just fall asleep at your leisure, you know, kick back and kind of listen to me, you know, sink in, get comfortable because, because yeah, I'm your boyfriend. I'm your, your companion. Ideally, like as you cross over the threshold from wake to sleep, I'll be here at your side. Because I've been there in the deep, dark night, having trouble tossing and turning. And, you know, if I couldn't have remembered uh, DuckTales, at some point I would probably lose, or like whatever, launch pad. 
I mean, I did lose sleep. I did lose sleep. Actually, I think that's what happened. That was why I couldn't get into Goof Troop. I lost the Goof Troop sloop. Uh, and they said, like, uh, they said, how'd you lose the Goof Troop sloop? And I said, uh, well, I said, it filled with water. I tried to give it a scoop. Goop. And it was like, then I plugged the hole with goop. And then, you know, I'm the first person that Goofy has, like, gotten frustrated with. That's not a side of Goofy you really see. And Goofy said, quit goofing around, which cracked me up. Like, I was in hysterics. Uh, and then, of course, the other kids. Uh, it, it turns out it was Goof Troops a summer camp for uh, human dogs, children. And... It, like so, like that's probably another reason why they asked me to leave because I'm forties in my forties and I'm a hundred percent and part mostly human. But man, did I crack up! Then all the kid and they said, "There's no goofing around." It and I said, "You got to be kidding!" And they like, then uh, we had a semantic. You don't ever get into a semantics argument with Goofy because uh, and also none of the jokes Goofy will get, uh, like especially when they don't make any sense. Like they're coming out of my mouth. Because I didn't even know what semiotics, semiotics means, uh, but Goofy said that, and then I cracked up again. And I said, "Can you say no goofing at the Goof Troop?" Uh, and so anyway, that's an, I guess like so. Oof, where was I? Oh yeah, that kept me up for a little while, mostly laughing at Goofy because they said, "Oh God." Yeah. Then I said, "Well." I wish I, I said, I wish I was at Goof Troop because I camped right at the edge of it and I could hear them all. More, it was tough. They heard board, like board game night, read gratitude letter, read around. If you can, if you can qualify for Goof Troop, it really sounds like a wholesome, wonderful thing. Uh, bedtime story time. Which I said, dude, there's just some, I said, well, if I get into another, uh, what was that word called? Somatics argument or whatever with Goofy, I would bring that up. Uh, and like, uh, pop, they had pop movie night one night that made me jealous and I tried to look in the window, but so, you know, those are things that keep me awake and whatever keeps you awake, I'd like to distract you from that. I appreciate you coming by. I'm glad you're here. I work very hard, I strive, and I yearn to help you fall asleep. So uh, thanks for coming by. Let's see how this goes, all right? Thank you. Uh, hey, you only tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep with you with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest what I'm going to try to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's a thinking, a feeling, like physically, emotions, uh, uh, senses, uh, you know, as we say every once in a while when we do our pandering, Austinian pandering, senses and sensibilities, or, you know, as another book I may write, you know, nonsense and incomprehensibility, uh, Steve Austin, Steve Austin on Austin. I don't even know what that means. Uh, sorry. Uh, so if you're new, okay, uh, create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake. I'm going to try to take your mind off whatever's keeping you awake. Uh, and the way I'm going to try to do this, I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use these lulling, soothing, 
uh, creaky dulcet, but uh, somewhat gentle tone. Uh, wings of pointlessness, meander wear, uh, like uh, that I wear, like underneath, uh, like, like uh, I wear that, and, but I have wings of pointlessness that allow me to meander around. Also, I flap my I flap my gums and my wings uh, quietly. Oh, oh, that's a good thing about wings of pointlessness. They're totally silent, except for the gun gum flapping in the hot air. And okay, so if you're new, okay, so I'm gonna try to create a safe place where you feel welcome because I'm glad you're here. I say that a few times every intro. I'm glad you found your way here. I hope this can take your mind off whatever is keeping you up and help you drift off into dreamland. Uh, if you're new, here's the structure of the show. First five, six minutes is like the credits and the business side, whether it's sponsors or listener support. That's how we keep over 550 episodes free is the people that either support the sponsors or uh, support the show on Patreon and if you're new, that's not super important. If you listen regularly, when your hand touches the refrigerator tomorrow, remember that. If the sleep of me puts you to sleep, say, do I support the sponsors or do I support on Patreon or both or, you know, whatever. Uh, so that's uh, the first six minutes show. Got to do it at the beginning because it's a sleep podcast. Then we have an intro that we've just started. The intros are about 12 minutes in. They're a rambling, misguided metaphor attempt to explain the podcast. And one of the ideas of the podcast, it, it, like the intro, is that it's familiar because, uh, I mean, what's familiar about it is my ability to mishandle metaphors. And it's a little bit different every time. So you say, ooh, this, like, uh, I don't, I don't, like if, uh, this feels like uh, comfortable and at, like at home, but... Uh, at least, like, if you know exactly what's going to happen, it wouldn't be as distracting. That's my theory, at least. So the intros are about 12 minutes. The, the timestamps are in there if you want to skip them, but a lot of people either listen while they get ready for bed or, you know, kind of the podcast is meant to get you there, ease you, ease you in, you know, your bedtime routine uh, to, 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 I don't know, keep you company. That's the whole idea. So then uh, tonight will be a Star Trek episode. So after the intro, I'll talk about Star Trek The Next Generation for about 40 minutes. And then we'll have some thank yous at the end. Um, so this is a podcast to put you sleep. It's meant to kind of keep you company while you fall asleep. So if you've listened to podcasts before, uh, most of them you usually listen to. This one you only kind of have to listen to. So put aside those rules about uh, active listening or, you know, whatever, prior you know, like paying attention. You don't need to pay attention to me. You can barely listen. I'll be here. But you shouldn't also feel any pressure. Or you don't need to. Sorry, I dropped a should right, right on my foot. Like, you don't need to feel any pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for an hour to keep you company. I'm your boar friend, I'm your boar bud, I'm your boar cuz, I'm your boar sib, I'm your boar bay. I'm your boar friend. May have said that twice. Uh, so I'll be here to keep you company. Just like if you were on the phone with a friend or your roommate, you know, like if you ever like uh, shared like a, like a studio or a dorm room or something with somebody or a bedroom in childhood and you'd lie there and uh, ramble and tell stories and, and uh or there was always that one person, and they kept going on and on and on. 
I mean, you know, during the day, and I think this is driven by the same things that keep us up at night, it can be hard to listen. And I think another thing is that not everybody feels heard. So then there's people that, like, uh, can be rambly, and they say, well, I got this person's attention now. So let me, and, and they say, well, geez, I got about 8 million things to do today. How long is this guy going to talk about cheesemongers? Because uh, I guess because there's a social expectation that you'll at least pretend to listen. In this podcast, no norms and no social norms. I don't know if there's if those are called social mores or mores or whatever. Don't worry about it. You don't got to listen. You don't got to humor me, but I'll be here doing the talking and the company keeping it, and it's just, you just you, like, I know it's different and strange, uh, but there's no pressure. Like, uh, I, I thought I had something in there that I was going to go on. It Like, uh, you don't need to listen. I'll be here talking. What is this person talking about? And not getting hurt or hearing. I guess there is a part of us. It feels like this for me, a bedtime for overthinkers. Or for people that, you know, planners or like those kind of things. Like as soon as you lie down and it gets quiet, is that part, like different parts of your brain or your, your uh, you know, whatever your internal makeup is. They say, what, do you, what I don't have brain? No, no, that's, um, no, that's not what I mean. You see, my brain's interjecting here live. But so you like they they say, Oh, it's quiet now. Let me like let me make sure I get heard tonight before this person falls asleep. And you say, Well, I gotta go to sleep. I can't really hear about these like uh all these things I did wrong in fifth grade. Oh well, I don't need a list of my shortcomings before I go to bed, like I just know and how to fix them. I could use that stuff during the day. But even then, like I think I'll be better suited if I get a good night's sleep tonight. And I think those things, like, here's what I'm good at. I, I say, hey, I call those brain brain bots. Uh, and I think they really, uh, at least the ones for me, they're really, no offense to the brain bots, but, you know, they're maladapted. They're trying to protect us. Very similar to Q in this episode, trying to, uh, you know, guess what's going to happen and say, hey, well, I'm here to, if you don't leave the house, nothing could possibly go wrong. You know, except for me saying, why don't you leave the house? We, we don't do anything. And you say, well, actually, I'm trying to go to sleep right now. I don't need to think about leaving, you know, doing stuff right now. Like, that part just wants to be heard because it's just trying to keep us safe. Uh, but it really, like, it has a misguided intentions. I don't know what that means. But I, I'll be here to keep those parts company because they say, hey, you could, uh, believe me, I hear I got about four million of those voices in my head. And as much as I try to, I say, hey, what, like, come on, gather around. I'm going to tell a little story tonight. It's about, I, I don't know if you brain bites have ever met. Have you met Q? I played by the lovely John Delancey. Maybe, hopefully I'm not butchering John's, uh, I want to say John C. Delancey, but that might be from John C. Riley. Maybe that would be a funny uh, crossover, crossover, uh, John C. Delancey. But uh, Q's kind of a, like a, Q's a godlike character. And in this episode that we're going to talk about for like, uh, I think the episode was 44 minutes. I looked at the recording. It's like 51 minutes. Q thinks that if John Luke falls, Jean-Luc, uh, excuse me, thank you. 
uh, falls in love, it's going to cause lots. Of, so Q's really out to protect Jean-Luc in this one. And he really has a meandering way of helping out. But he, Q, much like a lot of you, uh, it seems like you get blamed for this. You say, well, let me see if I can help Jean-Luc out by making it extremely complicated and a big hassle. That'll make stuff better. And poor Q, he never has anyone sit down and say, hey, Q, I know you're just trying to help Jean-Luc out. You're doing a great job. And it can't be easy having uh, omnipotent power when you just want to help Jean-Luc. And you can see him being human and you, you don't know what you can't necessarily relate to what being a human's like. And you say, buddy, I just, I just like I can't express how much I care about you, Jean-Luc, because I'm Q. But I really love you, and I don't want to see you get, like, I don't want to see you get any gloss or non-gloss, matte, whatever, scratches. And I just want to keep you safe and hold you safe, but I can't express that to you because it's banned by the continuum. So I just want to complicate some stuff so it doesn't, you know, Jean-Luc, that's really what I want to do. And I'd say, Q, that sounds tough. Uh, And it sounds like you really care about Jean-Luc. And... This is this wild ride we're on called the human condition. It's not easy. That's why I make this sleep podcast. If you excuse me, brain bites, I'm going to transition to the human phase of the intro. And I feel like everybody deserves a good night's good night's sleep. Now, this podcast isn't for everybody. It's weird. I have creaky dulcet tones, and I go on a lot of pointless meanders. Uh, so it's not for everybody. But I hope it can help you that are listening. Give it a few tries. Uh, it's well-intentioned. I've had to, like, clearly I got I got issues. Uh, it just had a strange uh, uh, faux therapeutic conversation with a TV character from 25 years ago. So, uh, yeah, I mean, doesn't that make things look on the bright side? But I'll be here to keep you company three times a week and uh, because I care, because I think you deserve a good night's sleep. Now, it doesn't work for everybody. Give it a few tries. And I appreciate you coming by. I really hope I really yearn to help you fall asleep. All right, thanks. Uh, hey, you all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is attempt to. What I'm going to attempt to do uh, is create a safe place. I paused because I was picturing, um, like, like I used to go to the New York State Fair a lot as a kid. Well, let's talk about that later. But I was picturing a giant, like, a, like a high dive, and just a high dive, not that, like, don't, like. Uh, but anyway, what I'm going to try to do is create a safe place. Uh, that's why I was like, like paused and didn't speak in my mind, but uh, create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, uh, physical feelings, uh, emotions, travel, somebody else's, whatever it is that's keeping you like awake. Uh, I'd like to take your mind off that and keep you company here in the deep, dark night. And so I'm going to broadcast my voice across this path, you know, through this, whatever, however you're listening. Uh, send it out across the world to your ears. Uh, you know, first, well, I guess like I would like to say it's first class delivery. It's sleep class, sheep class delivery. 
I don't know. I, I wish that there was a because sometimes the jokes don't come easy or the metaphors. Uh, but I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night. I'm going to use creaky dulcet tones, uh, lulling, uh, soothing, meandering pace. And basically, I'll just be here for you. That's really what I'm going to do. I mean, but I'll be talking pretty much nonstop uh, to keep you company uh, tonight uh, while you fall asleep. This focus doesn't actually put you to sleep. It's just here as your boar friend, as your boar bay, as your boar bud. To take your mind off of stuff while you drift off into dreamland. If you're new, structure the show. Start off with business. I got to do that at the top of the show for a sleep podcast. That's super important. If you're a regular listener, it is critical. When your hand hits that fridge tomorrow, say sleep with me podcast. And then say, oh, wait, what, what, like, it'll, it'll, like, uh, that's the spot I need you to think about. Oh, like, uh, the podcast. When your hand hits that fridge. Uh, but if you're new, don't worry about it. So we start off with that. Then we have an intro, which I'm just starting out. Usually it's about 12 minutes. Uh, sets the mood for the podcast. Some people use it to fall asleep to. Some people use it while they're getting ready for bed. And some people skip over it because the timestamps are in the show notes. Yeah, then we'll have an episode. And uh, that'll be like a bedtime story with uh, plenty of tangents. But, uh, so that's the structure of the show. As far as there's not really any rules, but, uh, a couple advisory points I'd like to make. If I don't, if you don't mind me using some fancy words that just popped into my head, I said, which advisory points? That's what the advisor in my brain said. Uh, here's the advisory point number one. This is a podcast you don't really need to listen to, like, uh, or pay attention to. It's kind of like a little bit more than background noise, but a little bit less than like stuff that gets on your nerves. Now, it doesn't work for everybody, so I could get on your nerves, like, but uh, I'm your boyfriend. I'm just here to help. So give it a few tries and see about that. So, so, so you don't really need to listen to it. It's just kind of like a general distraction where I hold your attention loosely and slowly you slip out of my grip across the threshold from wake to sleep. Uh, but just because it's a sleep podcast, you're not under any pressure to fall asleep. I'm not here to convince you to fall asleep or to say do this or do that. So I'm just here to keep you company. Uh, just a friendly voice in the night that's been there, uh, struggling, tossing and turning, thinking, planning, plotting, all those things. Uh, a lot of stuff, you know, like, uh, like you know, or waking up in the middle of the night and not getting, you know, all those things. I've been there. When I was a kid, I had terrible insomnia. Right around uh, when school would start, uh, I wouldn't be able to sleep and never forgot that. And I never forgot what it felt like uh, to be lying there and wish you, like, I could just turn turn my mind off and, and go, you know, snuggle in and go to sleep. Uh, and I would listen to radio and especially comedy stuff to make myself laugh and to take my mind off of it. And so at some point I made this podcast to say, hey, geez, maybe this will help some people out there. Because uh, you deserve it. Like, that's the thing. Like, you really do. You deserve some company in the deep, dark night at least. Uh you know, if I can help you fall asleep, that would be ideal, right? I mean, I think we're on the same page here. You know, if I could rub your feet, I would not do that. Uh, like, but I'll put you to sleep. Like, uh, like uh, let's just, you know, let's put it all out there. I'm sorry, Mr. M oh, no. 
Sorry, sometimes I get Scrooge McDuck and Mr. Magoo mixed up. Uh, I don't know why, but it was Mr. Magoo said, I'd pay you a million dollars. But then I realized Mr. Magoo probably doesn't have a million dollars to pay me to rub uh, Mr. Magoo's feet. And then I said, oh, I could rub him. And I said, oh, no, Scrooge McDuck doesn't have feet. He has, uh, what are those things called? They're not fins. Like, uh. Holy cow, how does my brain not know what's, what a, what do ducks walk around? I, ducks do have feet, I guess. How much foot would a duck foot have, duck, duck, duck foot have, uh, is that what they're called? Ducks feet, uh, like, uh, they paddle around with them, but they're not oars. And they're not fins. Uh, thank you, aquatic brain. It, it, like, this, this is why I make a silly podcast. <laughs> Clearly, I'm demonstrating, uh, my ineptitude, aptitude by ineptitude. Ineptitude. I have an aptitude for ineptitude, dude. As Bart Simpson would say, he says. But Bart Simpson also says, "Eat my shorts." Uh, but I was just trying to think of like uh, ducks, like uh, ducks' feet. I guess you'd say, yeah. Can look at those ducks. It waddles. Ducks waddle, right? Uh, Okay, my, my, like my vocabulary, it, it constantly shrink, have vocabulary shrinkage, shrinkage. You see, even in the and also yeah, pronunciation. I think my tongue shrinks when I try to pronounce words. Uh, what was I going to? I was going to talk about the New York State Fair, but uh, obviously I got uh, like I got a case of uh, duck brain, like water off a duck's back uh, onto its. I almost had it. Uh, there is a term for it. I want to see the are they called waddlers? No. What does this have to do with the podcast intro? Oh, I was going to say, I guess if Scrooge McDuck uh, uh, paid me to rub Scrooge McDuck's feet, uh, I would do it for probably a million dollars, but it would stop at the feet. I'd say, listen, Scrooge, uh, I don't even know what, what, what goes on above your knees, but it won't be going on here. Like, I'm just here to rub your feet. And also, Mr. And I'm going to subsidize rubbing Mr. Magoo's feet. Of course, I'm going to pay someone because, God, like, who knows what's going on between Mr. Magoo's toes with those, uh, like, uh, also, Mr. Magoo, I think there was a Mr. Magoo reboot in the last 10 years, but um, Mr. Magoo was a cartoon character with terrible eyesight, and all of the comedy would play on that. Kind of like, like, a uh, I have a Mr. I have terrible vocabulary, so I'm like the Mr. Magoo of vocabulary, and I'm sure some of you are lying in bed. This is the like this is the interactive phase of the podcast anyway, where you say it's called a duck's. How did you not know it's a duck's foot? Uh, and I say I'm like uh, whatever. Like I said, yeah, this is a it's a method. It's a podcast to put you to sleep. I gotta have an interactive portion where you say scoots no. And what that does, I haven't talked about this in a while, is, uh, like, I call them brain bots, the different parts of you that as soon as you lie down in bed, it gets quiet, they start rolling around, like BB-88 and BB-8, uh, pointing out, you know, your your defects or what you didn't do or what you should do. But the good thing is, when they see me malfunctioning, and I'm trying to function normally, but, you know, I'm full of malfunctions, and then you pointed out makes you look good with your brain bots. So they say at least you know what to go what what the heck a duck's foot's called. 
And yes, I know ducks got a bill. Believe me, like I'm not totally uh, bonkers. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't help when your idea of a duck's anatomy is Scrooge McDuck anyway. And he's always like uh, waving his cane and saying, you know, complaining. So, uh, yeah, so this is a podcast that puts you to sleep, believe it or not. So if you're new, don't really, just clearly don't really need to pay attention, but I'll be here uh, to keep you company, uh, to stand watch in some way and keep talking, uh, your friend in the deep, dark night. Now, like I said, if you're new, give it a few tries. doesn't work for everybody. Not, I'm not everybody's cup of tea. And it's a little bit different, but basically you just got to kick back and listen and, and you barely have to listen at that. Uh, cause I'll be here. Uh, and I appreciate you trying the show out. So I'm trying to think of any other stuff. Uh, you got to get out of here cause I have an appointment with, uh, S McD, uh, which may be, I think what's the orange. Oh, that was grimace. So I said, is that grimace from McDonald's? Who's on my foot rubbing chart today? Grimace had feet. Uh, Grimace was another character. I don't know if they do commercials for McDonald's anymore. Uh, but Grimace was like a blue, uh, a giant blue, I don't know if it was a furry creature. Uh, kind of pear-shaped, uh, purple, always smiling. Probably from the constant sugar high. I don't know if, well, I never saw, I don't know if I saw Grimace uh, drink any soda. Hamburglar. Trying to think of the McDonald's. There was like, a, I think there was a pirate too involved. These were McDonald's commercials. This was how I was raised. These are, this was my belief system. A lot of my, like, believe it or not, you can't go into a university ethics class. I mean, nowadays they probably teach this stuff. Uh, they say, well, where, where are you familiar? And I say, yeah, I've learned a lot of life lessons uh, from uh, the Hamburglar. That's where I got all my ethics from. And, uh, you know, also wondering, you know, is it like uh, how hungry is the hamburger? Is, you know, how rich is Ronald McDonald? And they say, but I say, oh, no, it's always wrong. Of course, professor. Were you, was there ever a professor? Can I ask you a question? Was there ever a professor McBurger? Because if there was, you should be that. But or is that my paper you're grading? Because they think you'd be the per- per- perfect professor McBurger. And you could have a doctorate in... Uh, Hamburger ethics, ethics of burger ethics, uh, and uh, fry morals, moral fries, fry morals, I think, uh, doctor. I'm not in this class. What do you mean I'm not in this class? Uh, Dr. Burger, uh, paging Dr. Burger. Dr. Burger, please report to uh, Ronald McDonald's office. You know, Jack in the Box stole the thunder. I know that, professor, but... uh, I was just doing a podcast intro, and then I got distracted. I was actually, Doctor Berger, what do you think about? Um, what do you think about branching out? Like, uh, we could pitch this over at Jack in the Box. Uh, like, I could hear Do- Jack in the Box saying, "Doc, get me Doctor Berger." Oh, did it, like, uh, what do you mean? This isn't a university. This is in my brain. You're kidding me. Okay, I got to get back to the audio. Sorry, listeners. I was going to finish up the intro there, and the next thing you know, I had got a grimace started dancing around in my brain. Then I saw this. I remember this one McDonald's ad had growing burgers and fries, like in a garden. Another thing, always confused. I said, should we spread? Where do we, where's the burger patch? 
I'd come home, I'd say, Mama, Mama, why is, why don't we have a burger patch? Okay, I'm just getting ridiculous here. I don't know what happened. Uh, watch too much TV as a child. Thanks, Nana. Uh, that's, uh, uh, so if you're new here, podcast is different. Uh, give it a few tries. I appreciate you coming by. I really work hard and I yearn because I really hope I can help you fall asleep. Uh, all right, let's get on with the show. Uh, hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Welcome. This is Sleep With Me Podcast. It puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to try to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, feelings, uh, physical sensations, you know, stuff, travel, traveling, people in your life, whatever, whatever is keeping you awake. I'd like to take your mind off of that. What I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use these lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones. Yeah, sorry about that squeak. This, we'll talk about this in the intro. I went to the dentist twice today. Uh, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, uh, like uh, twists and turns. Whatever it is, I'm, gonna keep, I'm here to keep you company and, and, and uh, carry you off into dreamland, distract you while you cross over the threshold from wake to sleep. Uh, I'm glad you're here. And if you're new, welcome. I hope I can help you. This podcast doesn't work for everybody, but I hope it can help you out. It uh, Here's the structure of the show. It starts off with about six minutes of business. i got to do that at the top of the show since it's a sleep podcast. If you are a regular listener, it's critical that you check the show notes when your hand hits the fridge tomorrow uh, and, and think about, geez, I got a lot of value out of sleep with me. How do I give value back? Uh, but if you're new, not that important. Uh, so there'll be six minutes of business. Then there's an intro, which we just started. It's about 12 minutes of me trying to explain what the podcast is. Uh, then there'll be our, uh, episodic, uh, series after the glass slipper. And episodic means you can pick it up. There's no episode. They don't, the episodes really don't occur in any, it doesn't matter what order you listen to them in. And uh, then we'll have some thank yous and stuff at the end. So that's kind of the structure of the show. The rules around the show really aren't any rules. Uh, you rule here. You're the listener. I'm here to uh, help you fall asleep. So if you shouldn't be feel any pressure to listen, I'll be here to distract you, to to somewhat engage you, and to try to put you at ease, keep you company, as I said. But this is one of those podcasts you only don't, you only got to kind of listen to it, just barely listen. So that's that part of it. And then, um, what was my other, what was the other? Oh, and then, uh, even though it's a sleep podcast, shouldn't feel any pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here about an hour and I'll be here talking at a nice, uh, hopefully leisurely pace. It was Agatha. Uh, Cinderella's stepmother will take over for me, but she's got a nice, uh, te- she's got a nice, uh, calm teacher voice. And you just drift off whenever you feel like it. This, this podcast is more here while you fall asleep than to put you to sleep. That's just kind of the best way to explain it. And it was a few months ago that I made an episode about going to the D-E-N-T-I-S-T. And then, oh, here, here's a couple of things about me. This might be things that qualified me to make a sleep podcast. One, I'm terrible with appointments. Uh, 
and also authorities. So that's why going to the dentist is kind of like a double, you know, trouble for me. And that's what I titled today, Scoots' Double Trouble. But, like, actually, it wasn't trouble. But um, so I'd, I'd been at the dentist maybe a month or two ago with a situation that, like, needed, like, to be dealt with. One of those pesky, one of those pesky, like, uh, like uh, cavities or whatever. And then the dentist said, well, you got to come back. Uh, got to do some, you got to fix this other thing in there. And I said, okay. And then, like, uh, I'm not good. Like, I said, okay, yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. I don't know why I have anxiety around making appointments. Uh, I wish they just had some barcode scanner they could shoot your forehead with it. Uh, and it'd go ping. And then the appointment would be in your brain. And you'd get notification. I mean, I realize they have that on your phone, but I can never. I can never do that fast enough to where it doesn't feel awkward when I'm standing there. And I usually lose the paper, but usually, I, like, so I stopped asking for a paper thing. And they'll text you, but they only text you a day ahead of time. I need to, like, a text, like, two or three weeks ahead of time every day from two weeks ahead of time. So, anyway, I'd made the appointment, like, two or mo- two months ago, we'll say. And I had a vague idea that it was, like, in September. So then I was positive it was last week, but I didn't know what day. So then on Monday I called, and I had a great, like a busy week last week. So I said, "Listen, I got like something going on. I can't make it to my appointment uh, this week." Which I think I'd already moved it once, and, and they said, "Well, that's great because your appointment's the week after." And I said, "Great. What time? What day? And what time?" So I wrote it down. So I went to my appointment today. And I had to get something repaired or some such. I don't know. They they had to change my oil, and uh, so so I was there. And I still hadn't had my teeth cleaned because I've been having to like. Because uh, the last time I went, they said like you could listen to that episode, but I had been avoiding going until I had to go. So they said. Then they said, "Okay, now that you're done with this, getting this fixed, you could get your teeth cleaned. Go go up there and set an appointment to get your teeth cleaned." And my brother, baby Kenneth, is like he's my youngest brother. He's getting married. By the time you hear this, he'll be married. But uh, he, I was hoping to get my teeth cleaned for his wedding. So at least to like, uh, it didn't look like I was like frick from like before like a renaissance like that. I was living in like a like a Stark. Uh, like a car, my teeth are like, they say, what are you in the car? Are you from the car Stark family? That's a Game of Thrones joke that like, uh, but I say, yeah, I, I, I eat a lot of, I eat tea leaves. Uh, that's why my teeth look like that. Uh, but so they said, so then I went up front and I said, okay, I got to make an appointment to get my teeth cleaned. And I had had my face numbed. And they, like she said, well, geez, could you come back in a couple hours when your face is not numb? Because we have a couple cancellations. And immediately I said no, which I don't even understand why they should have said yes. But then I said, well, hold on, let me think about it. That was like some wiser version of myself. And I said, yeah, let me come back in a couple hours. Let's get this over with. Uh, and here's some free advice. Don't go twice to the dentist in a day because you're really like, uh, I don't like sitting still that long. I should have brought a fidget cube. And I forgot to ask for the dentist on my second visit to say, can you get some fidget cubes in here? Because I do a lot of clasping of my hands. Uh, 
And I'm not even like I don't even I'm not even that phobic about the whole thing. Like I just don't don't enjoy it. Uh, who would? And I tend to overthink everything. So I to, like then I, once I start thinking about swallowing, I can't stop thinking about swallowing. Well, they say, okay, just don't move for a minute. And they say, well, why? If you didn't tell me that, I probably wouldn't have moved. But now that I can't stop thinking about moving, and and uh, so so I like I can't. Okay, just look, just just stay looking to the right for one minute. Well, I don't think I could do that. Like, uh, like, 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 okay, whatever you do, don't swallow here. <laughs> okay, that's exactly the only thing I can do. And so, and I even was listening to a podcast, but of course, that created an issue where I said, "Are you taught? What are you taught?" Like, I only had it in one ear anyway, and it tends to be it can be pretty loud at the dentist. Uh, <laughs> I'm joking. I mean. With the stuff, I was thinking of another joke that I won't say, but, uh, like, uh, it's like, I can't, that was another issue. I said, what were you talking to me? I can't, what, I can't hear, I can't hear what you're saying. Don't, don't talk. Oh, sorry about that. Uh, hey, Dave, sorry. Um, what was my point? Well, did, you know, these are the kind of things that go through my mind at nighttime and maybe you've experienced that. Maybe you have something physical keeping you awake or something more feeling based or whatever or situational. But for me, a lot of times it's that same brain. You know, I, I only have one brain. I mean, I only have like a 20% of what the brain I was born with left. The rest is a- antimatter. But it like, so, but like, so at bedtime, it's the same thing. Okay. Like, uh, the best way to fall asleep is not to think about it. That's what they used to tell me when I was a kid. And I'd say, well, how can I, how can I not, possibly think about going to sleep when I want to go to sleep and it can't like I like okay well you can't think don't think and I say okay I appreciate you coming by I really hope I really yearn to help you fall asleep all right thanks uh hey you up all night tossing turning mind racing trouble getting to sleep trouble staying asleep well this is sleep with me the podcast that's here to put you to sleep uh, we do with a bedtime story all you need to do is get in bed Turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts uh, chasing through your brain, uh, feelings uh, like emotions, uh, sensations, you know, RNA, DNA, like because that is true. Gen- you know, genetic stuff. Gen- if you're sleeping in genes, I don't know about that. Uh, I would not recommend it. Or in denim in general, especially those denims have those like. I don't. This isn't. I'm not saying this to be funny, but like, what's up with the like little tiny nipples on, on denim jeans? Are those? I think they're technically called rivets by people that know what they're talking about. But you can't. That's another reason you shouldn't sleep in denim. I mean. Seriously dangerous zippers to start with. Uh, then those uh, rivet nipples, whatever you want to call them, uh, br- brass in general. And then, you know, denim's just very uh, constricting. It's just not conducive to bed. Cha- it could, yeah, it could chafe. Like, so don't, if you're sleeping in denim, I'll try to put you to sleep. But I would say take, you know, you could take it off. I could, I'll talk while you do that. Go ahead and take it off if you'd like. Now, if you're if you're a cowboy and you're out on what are where are cowboys out out on the range, uh, uh, you know, then I don't know what to tell you because you if you think you're going to have to hop on your horse, you should probably think about leaving 
I mean, what, like, then you'd be too warm if you had sheepskin or sheerskin, you know, that stuff like uh, wool on the inside of your jeans. That wouldn't be good either. It'd be comfortable for a time until you get warm. Anyway, I'm, I'm in the middle of a podcast intro. Excuse me, uh, cowboy. Excuse me, uh, cowpoke. Cowpersons. Uh, cow friends. Are you fr- actually are cow pe- cowpokes and cow and friends? If you're poking cows, I guess you're not a cow friend. Please stop, actually. Oh, that's just a term. Okay, let me get back to this podcast intro. Thank you. Sorry, a couple, I guess, some, I don't know if they're cattle rustlers. They're in my brain, in denim, trying to go to bed. But if you're new here, so like, okay, I'm going to send my, I'm going to try to create a safe place. I created one so safe, a bunch of, uh, yeah, like, yeah, that just happened. But so I'm going to try to create a safe, I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night. I think I said that, but I'm going to use the lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones. I'm going to chase my thoughts around. Like a cowpoke, or if I had a tail, I would be, you know, that would be my hobby, chasing my tail around. Believe me, I call that therapy, but, uh, or in a hobby also. That's paid, though, so I don't think that's a hobby. It's, that's an investment. Uh, so if you're new here, here's the thing about this podcast. It's a little bit different. It's, uh, I'll tell you about the structure, but here's the thing. You don't really need to listen to me. I'll just be here to keep you company and barely distract you uh, just enough so you can drift off into sleep. But also, you shouldn't feel any pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here at least an hour, and I'll be keeping you company. So we got you got that going for you. I'm a bit of a goofball. Structurally, the show starts out with about five, six minutes of business or so. If you're new, you didn't, you know, you don't really need. It might have been disorienting. We got to do it at the front of the show because it's a sleep podcast. Uh, Timestamps are in there to skip the intro, which we're in now. If you're a regular listener, I can't uh, like uh, tell you how important it is when you touch your refrigerator tomorrow uh, to look at your body to say who uh, who sponsored last night's episode of Sleep with Me. Right when your hand hits that refrigerator, like, think about that. Or say, geez, well, I'm a patron. I don't, you know. So, okay, so so then there's an intro, if you're new. That's what I was going to tell you next. And that's about 12 minutes, and we're maybe four minutes into that. Kind of a show within a show. There are the timestamps. Some a small portion of listeners like to skip the intros. And that's cool, like, because they want to get right to the story or the Star Trek talk tonight. But a lot of listeners, it's part of their routine. It's familiar, but I also, like, mismanage the intros. So they get a little bored giggles. I call it giggle spritz. Like, I'm spritzing your pillow with giggles. Because uh, it's not quite a giggle I give you. It's like a, a spritz of giggle. You know, just like like the difference, like, if you're with cleaner, they don't have spritz always and cleaner. They have spray and stream. You have to do your own spritz. By I don't know if you thought you'd learn this tonight, but here's a you know I I did I did clean apartments for a few years, you know when I was going to school, you know just a spritz is like a multiple half trigger. That's a good spritz, uh, and if you get the right bottle, like a, like a higher end bottle, you know you can with a fully adjustable nozzle, you can get it down to a nice spritz spray. So the humor is just like that, just like a cleaning product uh, or a thing to distribute cleaning products. Uh, so that's it. so we'll do the intro. I'll be talking for that for a while. I'll be rambling. It won't make much sense. Uh, so if you're new, that's another thing. Podcast doesn't make much sense 
also counterintuitive, but it's friendly, just like those cowpokes were. I'm sure they would offer us some pork and beans or, you know, spot by the fire, you know, uh, denim. They'd say, they'd say, I never knew, never met a man who called it a, a, a denim nipple, but, uh, you're still welcome here. And that's the same thing with Speckus. I'm glad you're here. That's what I always say, because I hope I can help you fall asleep, because I've been there. Uh, sleeveless and tossing and turning and chasing my thoughts around. That's what this episode is, the the chase. And it can feel like that for me a lot of times at bedtime. And as soon as I get into that chase, uh, it's really tough to get out of them, trying to figure stuff out or relive past memories or plan for unforeseen events that I'm trying to see and plan for. You know, they call it, like, there's something called being proactive. This is not it. When, when it's me, it's like, uh, it's pro-destructive, but there needs to be one other uh, thing in there. You know what I mean? How come they don't have a word for that? Like, where you're pre-planning so obsessively about stuff, like you're predicting the future, which you can't do, or at least I can't, I'm not, or I'm not good at it. And so then I can stay up all night chasing that around. And it's it's really some parts of me that are trying to help. You know, they're trying to problem solve, but they're kind of leftovers from childhood. So they don't have giant toolboxes. I mean, just like a dog, it says, what the heck else am I going to do? I could chase this tail around. Or, you know, even, and this is no offense to dogs, that non-bright dogs, but they say, what the heck is that thing behind me? I'm just going to keep chasing it. I mean, that is what I'm like 90% of the day in the night. I say, what the heck is that thing? I got to put like a, it's just sometimes it's behind me and sometimes it's in front of me and I'm chasing it like mostly intellectually and emotionally instead of actually chasing it. But I say, oh boy, what the heck is that thing? Where did it come from? Like, I'm sure a dog is like, how'd that thing get in here? What, what is that? The dog's in it. Like, it's like, I think it wants me to chase it. It's wagging so friendly. So it's friendly, but it, oh, it's saying, chase me. Holy cow, this thing's fast. I can't even catch up with it. Now, I've never had a dog that chases her own tail. I've always had uh, dogs, and they've always been female dogs. Uh, and they've never, ch- except for, you know, under certain conditions, like where their tail's itching. Maybe once, like maybe this was in an Encyclopedia Brown where the dog had peanut butter on its tail. But most of the time, the dog, and, but I have been around dogs that have chased their own tail, and oh boy. And this was before YouTube. It was like, uh, it, like I bet you, it could have been like, well, I know YouTube's going to make it, like, because uh, I've seen a dog chase its tail, and cats probably do stuff like that we never see. Boom, YouTube, there it is, that's YouTube. And then somebody said, babies do stuff like that too, that you don't, they forget. Oh, yeah, boom, there's another YouTube, uh. And there's tons of funny, talented people that have outlet, but, uh, you know, it was mostly like it all started with someone like that could take dog chasing its tail to the next level. Now, here I am with this podcast. I'm kind of doing the opposite. I'm saying, whoosh, chasing that tail, huh? Guess what? It's two in the morning. I'm friggin' trying to sleep. Could you stop chasing that tail? What do you mean? There's some friendly, strange, friendly friend here. It just says, chase me. I just got to chase it. They say, listen, Fido, I had, not only are you in a figment of my imagination and your tail, but I have another, you know, thing operating in there metaphorically that's like a dog chasing its, wait, you have a dog chasing its tail? And w- wait a second, I'm chasing my tail? 
Yeah, yeah. Well, no, only at night. During the day, it's a friendly friend that wants you to play. But at night, your friendly friend changes into your t. Oh, I think I just undid the dog's bill. He shouldn't have told me that. How am I going to sleep now? You're telling me my tail trans. Okay, don't worry. Don't worry about it. Wait, what were we talking about? Because there's a friendly friend behind me. Thank God that joke's been every every movie. I'm glad you forget stuff fast. Uh, yeah, don't worry about it. It's time to go to bed. That 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 friendly friend that's wagging is was just telling me that it's so proud of you. That's why it's wagging. Oh, it doesn't want to play with me. No, it said it can't wait to play with you tomorrow after you go to sleep. Okay, maybe I'll go to sleep then because I'm so comforted by that wagging. Uh, also, I feel like I'm wagging my tail. Weird, I'm going to go to sleep. So that's kind of what the podcast does. You know, that's like an example. Uh, like I had to come to a figment of my own imagination there. So that's it. Like I, like I, spent, I, like I started making the podcast because even ever since as a kid, I could stay up all night chasing my thoughts around, chasing my worries, running from to and fro, like to the point where I'm like, who's chasing whom? And they'd say, I don't know. If, and I'd say, okay, freaking language brain, get the strunk out of here. And uh, that's it. They just made a cheap joke so I could do like that distracted that part of my brain. So I've been there. I mean, I think everybody deserves a good night's sleep, and it's not easy for some of us. And for some people that in the show, the show's, I'm going to be here to keep you company, so you don't need to fall asleep. And if you can't, you shouldn't worry about it. I'll be here, uh, giving it my all to the very end. On top of that, we have 500-something shows in the archives. So as they say, the most intros is like a... I don't know how you found the show. It doesn't work for everybody. I hope it works for you. Give it a few tries. That's what most reviewers say. If it doesn't work for you, I'm sorry. Uh, but I'm glad you're here. I really hope I really yearn. I can help you fall asleep. Thanks for stopping by.